When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Up to 90, we talk. Saved by the Bell. When I wake up in the morning and the luck is out of one and I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I get myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's alright cause I'm saved by the <laughs> If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess and my dog on my homework last night. Right alone, my shit, she will know that I'm there. If I can hand it by tomorrow, we will be alright. It's alright. That is so Give funny. it up for Fred Cook on Give guitar. Give it up for Fred Cook. And Emma Doran. Do you know what? I really think that's going to be something that we find really funny, but the listener will just like, what the fuck? It's going to be a fast forward moment, <laughs> I feel. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. I'm so looking forward to this one. Okay. I know, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So, Saved by the Bell, were you a big fan? Oh, absolutely. Mario yeah. Lopez, those I know. tight black curls. Oh, my God. I it know. was the curl factor. But I think even when you were... Nearly a rat's tail, but not quite. Oh, I know. I think even when you were watching it, you kind of did realise it was quite gas as well at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So... I'll tell you, I didn't actually know this, or maybe you knew this, but it actually came from another show. So it was a re, oh. it was a kind of a reboot of this show, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, okay. What was that? So it was basically the same kind of idea, high school friends and their principal. Oh, hello. Hi. So my How housemate just, just walked in, housemate Aoife. So you might remember Aoife from previous podcasts where we talked about taking her passport to oh, yes. Scotland. Oh, yes. Eva, but yes. we're all friends again, aren't we? Um, okay, so Eva <laughs> just got cut off there. Her mic seems to not be working at the moment. <laughs> okay, bye, Eva. Okay. Thanks bye. for getting involved. Thanks for getting involved. Eva's coming back in a minute. Um, okay, so that's interesting. So it stemmed from another show. Stemmed from another show, yeah, which was basically the same idea, you know, mm-hmm. kind of lighthearted comedic things. And then every so often they throw in, you know, a subject matter, drugs or 
family breakdown or you know what I mean whatever whatever it would be that episode I used to get so annoyed when you'd realize it was a serious episode with a I'd message like, oh, do you remember not like, a message yeah. yeah I know just want a bit of life like relief from your the daily grind of like fourth class or whatever. oh my god all the sums yeah it's like come on there's remainders I just in long yeah. division you come home after a long day of long division yeah and you're met with a fucking message. <laughs> I know. Don't the worst. do drugs, kids. So who was in Saved by the Bell? I'll go through the actors. So Mark Paul Gosselar. Well, who am I? Why did I think he had a Greek last name? Why did I think he was Greek? So it's G O S S E L A A R. He was in NYPD Blue after. Yeah. So oh, he was yeah. in that Hat. for a good few years uh, in the early noughties. Okay. And yeah, he did he did look Such great. It's a shame we can't talk about that decade. Moving on. I know. Uh, Dustin Diamond, who Screech. was Screech. Yeah. Lark Voorhees. So V-O-O-R-H-I-E-S. Who was that? Lisa Turtle. No. Her name was Lark. Lark. What was the surname? Voorhees. Okay. Voorhees. Okay. V double O or H I. She got into yes. politics, didn't she? After the show, she basically she wrote three books. Okay. Self published, and I think she kind of got into self published. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't want to delve any further than after that, um, but she did do a lot of public speaking because she won lots of awards at the time. Because I suppose it was big for a black woman to be on that kind of show at the time and just Mm. to be like part of the group. Mm. So originally her part, the part of Lisa Turtle was meant to be some sort of like a Jewish princess. Okay. Uh, Like, you know, little uh, bits spoiled, just really into clothes and, you know, the mall and all that. Yeah, yeah. So then she auditioned for the part and they were like she's perfect for it so they rewrote the character oh fantastic so they did that they did that because with, I suppose um, now that you say it would she oh sorry go on oh I was just going to say they did that with Mario Lopez's character so the AC of course he was Hispanic AC Slater character so he what was the part they were looking for somebody I can't remember, but they they weren't looking for him anyway. But mm. then he auditioned, and again, it was like they kind of rewrote the part. God, because you think you know, and I always make that joke about like you know, the likes of the Breakfast Club, which we know was an eighties movie. Yes, you know, examining difference using six white middle class teenagers. Yeah, and I always kind of think that like say by the Bell was quite whitewashed as well. But I suppose when you actually break it down like that, for its time, it probably was. Yeah, and so it was seen not, as kind of a progression, not it progressive. Was, but it, it ran from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety three. Didn't start in eighty nine. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. So then the other uh, Dennis uh, Hastings was the principal, Mister Belding. Yes. And then Elizabeth Berkeley, she was Jessie, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen was Kelly. Okay. So basically, I think that they were going to get um, Tiffany and Elizabeth were kind of going for the role of Kelly. Mm. And then they went with um, Tiffany Amber, but they didn't want to lose Elizabeth Berkeley. So um, they kind of gave her the role of Jessie and kind of I think they changed that around a little bit. Mm. 
So basically what happened was the guy who kind of created it, developed it, his name was Peter um, Engel, E-N-G-E-L, Engel, Engel, I suppose. He was like, he knew that the crucial character was Zach Morris. Because mm. everything revolved around yeah. him. And he knew that it was really, really important, that casting. And they couldn't find anyone for ages, ages. Um, and then Mark Paul came in and they were like, have to give it to him. So he was 14 when he was cast in that role. He did not start that when he was 14. He started that when he was 14. And they're just like, he's perfect. He's so charming, charismatic. There's a bit Absolutely of the... Absolutely gorgeous. There's a bit of the kind of Macaulay Culkin Home Alone thing in that character. So it was basically... The idea of that character when he was writing it was that, you know, charming, whatever, but he's lying to your face and you know that he's lying, but you like him even the more mm. for it. That well, was the whole the, it's the crux of it. Yeah. yeah. It was the it's whole kind of crux of that character. That I always think with like Macaulay Culkin, it's almost like kind of, um, it, it, it's like that Dennis the Menace. Kind yeah. Of, it's like, it's a very particular kind of American, like, almost Huckleberry Finn like Tom Sawyer like yeah. cheeky chappy like you know this good looking white kid is allowed to get away with so much because he's got that twinkle in his eye you know yeah. blonde hair blue eyes he's like doing shit in school but yeah <laughs> but sure look he's just a bit of you know, yeah even Bart Simpson is kind of you know that kind yeah. of not petulant, but like, isn't he a cheeky chappy? Yeah, isn't he cute. It's with that mischief. It's that character that everyone yeah. loves. So then, the next character they would have cast would have been Screech, and they had a few people audition for the part, and then they had Dustin Diamond, and it was he read some lines with Zach, and um, it was actually. Mark Paul, who plays Zach, who really pushed for Dustin to get ah. the part. He was like, he's perfect. But he was actually, I don't think they realised uh, at the time of the casting, he was actually a good bit younger than the what? rest of the cast. Yeah. So I think he was kind of more like on the 12 mark, you know, coming up to 13 when he got the part. And if you see any of the early ones, you can actually tell because they're even like in his screen test. He got, you know, he fucked up one of his lines or whatever, or, you know, he made a mess of something. I don't think they ever, they actually didn't realize at the time. So um, I think if they'd done it again, they would have gotten, you know, they might have gotten somebody a little bit older. Like he might have just been a little bit too young because mm. some of his acting in the early ones were dodge. Mm. So Elizabeth Berkeley, another reason why they really wanted her was because she was the most experienced actor out of a mm. lot of them so she had like proper training and stuff um from a young age and had you did get the very accomplished vibe from her yeah, yeah like she polished. was a trained um dancer and she's gonna say ballerina yeah. or something yeah. she had even auditioned for the lead role of annie in the movie and didn't get it so you know she had been slogging away at the acting for a long time um it went on for two series but there were spin-offs as well. So th there was two spin-off series. There was Saved by the Bell, the college years. And yes, there was Saved, I remember it. Yeah, and there was Saved by the Bell, the new class, 1993 yes, to 2000. never took so off. So Mr. Belding was still in it. And I think Screech came back at a he point. Did. to be Like as if he was his assistant. It was a bit I just remember him being a member of point. staff. Yeah. 
Saved by the Bell, Hawaiian style in two, or 1992 and Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas, 1994. So that was a full length thing. got married in Las Vegas? It was Zach and Kelly. <gasps> yes. Yeah. They got married in Vegas. I didn't, I didn't personally see that. But in recent years, Saved by the Bell has been classified as educational and informational. I don't remember that much of that. And the show was named one of the best 20 school shows of all time by AOL TV. Well, I mean, it would have been. How many school shows have there been? <laughs> Fairly easy to get into the top That's 20 the tw- there. That's the 20 We're not going to be nominating Afric from T.G. Cahar. No, that wouldn't have gotten a mark. So I suppose we all enjoyed it. It was pretty cheesy, even back then. Because do you remember Jesse and uh, A.C. Slater? They kind of had this real... Um, passionate relationship as much as 15 and 16 year olds can I suppose yeah. in school because a lot of it was just set in the corridor of the school I cannot believe and they were like, only that listen age listen to me mama do you remember all this oh mm. yeah Poppy and he and was very this. much like as in yeah like it, it, like she was this kind of wannabe well she was a feminist but then what was really disconcerting was that he was always trying to undermine her feminism all the time yeah, it was it was really strange. The whole that was pretty strange, to be honest. So actually, when it was they, a laboured flirtation. There was. So what happened was later on, I think they got word that they could make more, and Kelly and Jesse had already said like, "We're not doing the show anymore. Really? Thanks very much." Yeah, it was. Fin- I think they thought it was finished, and they had moved on. So they basically got this character. I don't know if you remember her, Tori. So she was no. meant to be like a cool biker chick and she was like a love interest for Zach and then ended up hating him. Do you remember that character? She was like no. brunette and she went around wearing a leather jacket. I absolutely so this do was not. Yeah, so this was no in later episodes because they knew that they couldn't have Lisa Turtle's character as the only girl. Yes. So they got this other girl in and then instead of getting a second new character, what they did was they kind of bigged up more of the minor reoccurring characters. So Ox, Big Pete and Ginger having a clue. Why there was the Max. Do you remember Kelly the... and Jesse make the decision we don't want to get involved? I think that they were getting other... I think that at the time that they were getting other work, because obviously, um, like in fairness to them, most of them have stuck around and keep working. So um, Tiffany, Amber who played Kelly, obviously she went on to do Beverly Hills 90210. Yes, she did. She did that for a good few years. And, and she, that would have been massive at the time. Yes, would have been massive. And so she... Much bigger than Saved by the Bell. Yes, of yeah. course, much bigger. So I think that they were probably getting other... But they, I don't think they... It was really short notice that they got word that it was coming okay. back. So um, I don't know, maybe they were looking for more it's money or like whatever. It's somebody throws you the wedding invite couple of weeks before the wedding yeah like sorry that and sailed. she she went out with um your ma- one of the fellas from beverly hills he's not luke n- perry no no sorry the guy who played brandon your man who's married to yes to your man brian yes um green or something yeah brian aaron green or something yeah. is that his name brian aaron green yeah he she was seeing him for a while and stuff how does he pull them don't know. Can, like Tiffany and Megan. Don't know. So she's still um she's still working, do you know what I mean? Like she's um 
she didn't do too badly from it all. Um, she let me tell you what else other people did or are doing, because I think people would be quite aware of Tiffany Amber now. You know what I mean? And say, obviously, uh, Mark Paul, he was in, as we were saying, NYPD Blue in the noughties. And he's had a pretty all right Brian career. Austin Green. Sorry. Oh, I Bri- just yeah, Austin that. Green. I yeah. To think, I used to always remember names by acronyms. And bag. who's he going to, who's he married to now? The Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So you can kind of see he's, he has a bit of a type. Like She'd stop changing her face, though. Her face I know. When you, when you see her in Two and a Half Men, when oh. she was just natural. It's so sad, isn't yeah. it? I'm so sick of everyone. Ah, like, you know what? Looking the same. The other week in the international, um, Joanne. Can Joanne. we get it? We get no, it. no, but just it just reminds me we of a great comedy. joke. Joanne McNally was saying about like you know getting stuff done to your face or whatever. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this joke. I just thought it was very funny. She said like we need to come together. Like we've all been thinking to as individuals too much. Either we're all getting stuff done to our face or none of us are getting stuff. Isn't that so funny? And it's so true. Like, come on, guys, let's do everyone a favor. Are we doing it or not? We all need to be in on it. Whatever's happening. I think it's but I think we're all just gonna have to get it done. Um so yeah, people would know Tiffany Amber, I think, because, you know, Beverly Hills and she's always cropping up on American TV and stuff. So Jesse, Well, she's the all-American girl. Yeah. Jessie uh, Elizabeth Berkeley, she, as I was saying, yeah, you were right about ballet. She had, you know, been in Swan Lake and stuff like that. You can just, you can see it just kind of by looking at her, can't you? So in 1995 for her, she was in the controversial movie Showgirls. Oh, remember this one. Laden, laden, Julie, with sex and nudity. And it was given an NC-17 rating in the United States. The first big budget film that was deliberately intended to receive this rating. So like, I assume NC-17 is like... Like really, really um, bold. Okay, yeah. so it was it was it was meant to be controversial, whatever. What does NC stand for? Nudity content. I assume so. Yeah, I don't know why it just isn't eighteens, but XXX. Is that I think it was. Yeah, you see, I think it was kind of sold as a kind of a like, this is nudie. I just remember this is a nudie film. Um, I just remember an interview. Tiff- Tiffany was on Jay Leno. Oh yeah, and it bombed so bad. Like it was actually such a talking point how bad it was. Yeah, that Jay Leno was like, "Can I ask? Did you see Elizabeth Berkeley's film?" Like, yes. You know, the way usually in the media they try to downplay how awful. Yeah. Like, because they obviously want to get the actresses and the actors on, and she was like, "I I did see some of it, but it is the only movie I've ever had to walk out of." Jesus. And that's his Wow. And she strikes me as someone, I don't, you know, mm. she wouldn't be taking screenshots of people getting on well in the world on social media. And Not like them, us, like yeah. you and I. Yeah. She would genuinely be cheering people on. <laughs> I think so, yeah. With no it irony. Was, yeah, it totally, yeah, it was a big joke, totally bombed. Why did she do it? She just wanted to break away from the whole state. She, she, I think, maybe saw herself as above by the bell did she and she was like I want to be taken as seriously as an actress therefore I need to go to these extremes I need yeah well I think like there was just like there was one particular scene where she's having sex I've seen parts of it yeah she's having sex in a jacuzzi like this was the part that people were like what the hell 
and she's kind of throwing her head around. I have a look at online. It's like she's a, it's like she's a dolphin or something. It's just like what, what, is, what is happening? So was it just? I thought the film was really bad. Was it just the film was bad. bad in it? Yeah, I think, and it was just. I think it was just one of these things. It was, uh, you know, it was comical. It was so bad. So she was dropped by the her agent. agent. Yeah, and had. Thing. Like the phone kind of stopped ringing or whatever. So, but now it's kind of like a, a you know, it's a bit of a, it's a kind of a cult film now. Okay. <coughs> you know, I think because because it's so bad, it's good. So she's done bits and bobs of TV, and I think she's she did some reality dance show and stuff, which obviously made sense or whatever. So you know, she's still working oh, away. Has a couple she of kids do and stuff. With the stars, and she did. Off. Yeah, no, she did Dancing with the, the Stars. Week. Um. So you know, I she's hope he still wants to be that no, especially someone who's a trained dancer. Yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, that's just pure hatred, then, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Isn't it? I think that oh, at least gets you to week four or you five. Can't say, look, it's because I have no rhythm. Yeah, but they really like me I as a person. <laughs> that's just like we pure hate you. So who yeah. dated who on the show? That's what I want to know. Yeah. So basically. Zach dated everybody at various stages, oh, but he was seeing uh, Lark, Lisa Turtle. I think you've seen her for a good while. So Screech, we'll get on to Screech now. Screech actually wrote a book. Um, I think it was called After the Bell or something. This is like us talking about last week, Oasis, and Paul, the brother, writing a book. It's like, thank you for your input. I know, Thanks like we all needed Screech to write a book. So he wrote a book, basically, and he was like... He made out like it was orgies every other week and it was crazy and, you know. Are you messing? No, I'm not messing no. at all. But then he spoke about it later and I think he said that it was a ghostwriter and he was like, you know, because all the cast and everyone involved in the show were just like, what is he talking about? He'd want to go and fuck himself. And but of course. So they, he was like, um, you know what? Yeah, that you know, that stuff's not true. Um, it was just basically he was interviewed one time and I think he said he said as an example, he made a comment where the interviewer asked him like, oh, so what was the story with like girls or whatever? And he was like, oh, well, you know, there was a lot of hormones going around. So, you know, what do you think? And then I think he just took that as, you know, invitation, just write whatever he wanted. But like, you know, you're not going to even just check what's in your own book. Do you know what I mean? You've got to find the time to do that. And then and obviously, I, sorry, I think Dustin had the time to do that. Yes. Well, then I suppose the other thing that people would know about Screech or think of him now when they think of him now is his porno. What? Did you not know? Why about do this? they always do porn, Emma? <laughs> I know. I always don't know do why. Porn. Yeah, they always do porn, don't they? So, yes, yeah, Screech had his own porn because I think just a lot of people had asked for it. that They wanted to see that. So, um, yes. Okay, so the porno. So he, me. yeah, he made a porno, they basically. always do porn. And he kind of just turned into this really kind of irritating, sleazy character that just wouldn't shut up. But then he later admitted that, or I don't know whether it's true or not, but he said that it wasn't actually him in the porno, that he had used a double I'd use a double as well. Yeah, he used a double for the porno, like that somebody who looked like him or whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the lengths 
of watching it for this research. You either care about this podcast or you don't. Okay. I just it wouldn't have been one that I would have wanted to have seen. So yeah, he made a point, and he's he's done various reality TV shows and whatever. And yeah, I think like it basically seems like. Mark Paul would say that he's still friends with all the cast and whatever, but I think a few of them were just like, oh, Screech can I do one. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. So Mario Lopez, he's done quite well, obviously. He's been on various seasons of The X Factor in America. Do you remember when he presented that with um, Chloe Kardashian? Yes. Was it Chloe? Chloe. Hang on. Chloe's the big and tall she one, was is wearing, she? And she was wearing the sea chew top. It was all very strange, but I think he continued to present it after her. And then, what was with what was with his bromance with Mark Wright? What was that all about? I don't know. What was that? They were hanging out last year, and then you know Mario. He took Mario to like some club in Essex, and everyone's like, "What are you oh, doing?" Oh, Mark, what that Mark, Mark what? what? What you know what I mean? And and is it Oh God, yeah, remember Look, that to juice sorry now did you see did you see lauren recently it's really sad why won't somebody help her just need to let like it's getting a bit peep burns and that boyfriend is finding out of prison and he's not tech like if your boyfriend comes out of prison and he's not texting you (laughs) i just think she needs someone to mind her look lauren what are you doing i know I'm sure a lot of that is temporary. I'm just sure if she just kind of left it be for a while, it might settle down. But it's not great. It's not great. But then, if somebody was photographing me at three o'clock in the morning with t- in town with a massive flash, I'd say people like Jesus, what happened there? God love her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like we, I've I often d- asked that question. <laughs> I don't think I'd be looking but too I chipper. Think, I'd say you're right about the temporary. I'd say she heard your man was getting early release. Went literally got the works. Was like, give me everything you've got and more. Yeah, and we're just waiting for things to settle. Don't know. Uh, Yeah, and Mario Lopez, he went out with Tiffany as well. A lot. He did. Yeah, he went out with her at some stage as well. I think, like, sure, why wouldn't Giselle? It's a bit like the Gwail talked. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. No, well, I think basically, so she wrote, she wrote three books and she was, she was actually in um, a lot of music videos. So she was in Boys to Men music video on Bended Knee. Um, And then she was featured in Montel Jordan's something for the honeys. That's what it said. Um, And in Drew Hill's These Are the Times. So she kind of just went around going in a few like kind of big music videos which obviously during the 90s would have been huge um so she was just kind of doing a few bits and she was a lead she was lead singer in third degree an alternative band even watching it i can remember thinking she was by far the most beautiful so oh she was vying between kelly and jesse you're like Sorry. But sure, Mark Paul in real life was concentrating on Lark anyway. He knew what was what. I do. I I think we all still have a bit of a soft spot for Mark, don't we? Even though I didn't know his name before this podcast. So, you know, she's all right. But then in 2006. Oh, no. What happened? Nothing happened. Nothing too bad. But she filed a lawsuit against the National Enquirer. 
libel right. suit. Um, libel? National Enquirer. I know. What? Who would have thought it? In June 2005, they went on that she had uh, a drug problem. Oh, well, fair play. I think I actually remember. I I actually think I remember this on the cover. I think I remember seeing it in a shop, and I was like, "Well," um, but the case was dropped in less than two months. That she dropped the case. No, that the case was dropped. Oh, the drug so case. she did. Yeah, well, she didn't. No, the case against the National Enquirer. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I assumed. I assumed that they settled. They settled out of court or whatever, which was probably best for all concerned and then Earl Zach we know NYPD Blue he's married twice he's got a few kids he's basically just been he seems to have been working pretty he's much the one solidly that was working has been working consistently since yeah and he dated Lisa Turtle for about a year okay yeah so that's it that's saved by the bell Brilliant Mr. Show. Belding, obviously, in the original, in the, you know, obviously we learned now, or I did anyway, that Saved by the Bell was the reboot. There was another actor already. So he was, um, Mr. Belding was drafted in. So it was kind of a younger principal and with like um, a totally different sense of humor. So I think the previous character was much older, the, the previous uh, principal character. So they probably made him a bit more of a character. But it really sounds, just from like looking into it and stuff, it really sounds like um, it was quite strategic, the whole thing, the characters mm. and, you know, um, where they placed everyone and whatever. But then, yeah, I suppose, the, yeah, it went on for I just years. loved, I know now you're Fred, yourself and Fred, um, did an amazing rendition there of the mm. theme song. Just love the frenetic have, energy of it. Well, did it would have wanted yeah, it been so good given the amount of rehearsal we'd done for that. I, I mean, mean, it's been going on for days. Yeah, yeah. That's why look, I look. Your kids husky. have missed you, and hey, I think it's time we go back to them. <laughs> so, thank you, listener, for listening. Robert Gibbs did the song. Saved by the Bell song. There's a bit of trivia. Uh, Could have that name wrong, but it's definitely Gibbs. It's the second name. Gibbs. Okay, yeah. so on that note, on that podcast highly researched festival, notes, podcast we're going to be there. 12th of October with our amazing panel. Mm-mm, They're very funny. We'll tell you one person. Go. Let's just give them one. Let's just little, little. Let's just give them little. Owen Colgan. Oh, yeah. Owen Colgan. Absolutely gas, man. He's going to be there. We won't tell you what he's talking about, but he's going to be there. He's going to be there. We might give another name next week. We might. But we'll see how we feel. Well, it depend on what day it is. Tickets, I know the <laughs> weeks are just going past. Going, flying by. So, uh, yeah, tickets available at Ticketmaster.ie. We're doing a double headliner with um, a new up-and-coming comedian called PJ Gallagher. Yeah. And his podcast, Dubland. Got some good material. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think he's definitely ready for an open spot mm. in the international. Mm. I think he's and definitely at that point. Suzanne Kane. Suzanne, he's absolutely deadly as well. So we'll see you uh, there. So we'll see you there 12th October. Tickets, Ticketmaster, Donny, and Dublin Podcast Festival. Donny, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for keeping us company. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.